1: Welcome to another episode of Outside Shots. Uh, I'm here with my guy, Eddie Johnson. I'm Saul Bookman. Appreciate you all joining us for another episode today. Uh, there's quite a bit to get into. First of all, how was your Thanksgiving, Eddie?
0: My Thanksgiving was beautiful. I eat for four straight days. <laughs> it's not fun uh, after the fact. You know, food was so good, though. How was the you know, capon or capon? Capon. Capon. Capon was excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You didn't go try it, huh? You didn't go get you one. I couldn't find it. Well, go find one for Christmas. (laughs) Find one for Christmas. Actually,
1: you you will thank me. What's what's funny is is, you know, my wife is a veterinarian and I told her about this and she said she had never heard of it either. Which is kind of crazy because, you know, she's a veterinarian. It's
0: a European it started in Europe, it's real popular in Europe. Castrated rooster, Mm -hmm. which is a chicken. Uh, but I'm telling you, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's lovely.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you uh, did you spend time with a lot of family or just, uh, you were, Yeah. Uh...
0: Well, family, yeah. My brother came in town, I think. And, uh, he was here for about a week and a half and then my brother-in-law's here. So that's about it. Okay. That's about it. Just sit around watch games, you know, watch you on your hundred
1: podcast. you're on. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm only on one other one, but okay. That's cool. I, you, I miss you on TV. You, you know, you took a nice week, little week vacation. It seems like you know you let and Annie take the take the reins. That was quite nice of you to let her take it over. for Every holiday season, uh, <laughs> Annie does about. Well, Annie
0: used to do twelve games for me. Now she does eighteen. Oh, okay. and uh, and so she uh, loves to travel. So most of the games that she do will be on the road. And it's unfortunate she's getting ready to get another knee replacement. So her knee has been bothering her a little bit. So she's a trooper. She's hanging in there. And so, uh, yeah, EJ gets a chance to, you know, rest up a little bit. You know, I'm very fragile.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm sure you're resting up for the in-season tournament, which is going to begin next week. Uh, And uh, the Suns are in it against the Lakers. They get a third opportunity to try and defeat the, the hated rival out in Los Angeles. Uh, so far from what you've seen in the in-season tournament, and we've talked about it before, uh-huh. but I think there's a couple things that have kind of come to uh, fruition of late. First of all, Jason Tatum says that he doesn't like the fact that there's a point differential. And then ensuing the next ensuing game, uh, they run up the score on Chicago uh, because they have to so that they can qualify for the in-season tournament. Uh, Billy Donovan Kind of understood what was happening. Uh, You know, Joe Mazzulla told him, hey, we got to score points, man, because we're trying to make the end season tournament. Um, The Suns, uh, you know, listen, Devin Booker hits that bank three against Memphis. If he doesn't hit that, they don't make it, which is kind of crazy because the point differential was literally one point from the Pelicans. Actually, they would have made it because they would have beat the Rockets. But um, the point differential would have kept them if the Rockets had beat the Mavs. Um, the Pelicans would have would have beat them had he not hit that bank three. Uh, just a bunch of craziness that had happened. The the Warriors had to win by twelve or more over the the Kings, but they didn't because they lost by one, and the Kings are now in and just wild. What, what's been your take so far on on how this all unfolded, and now that we're finally to the knockout round? I just can't believe that these guys are that soft
0: mentally to be offended by a game like. When I play anything, I don't care what it is. I want to destroy you. Yes. Like, I want to take your soul. I do. But think about it. This is not back in the Roman days where they put you in the middle of a stadium and you fight to the death. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a game. Okay, I'm going to do my Allen Iverson. You know, when he said, oh, we're just talking about practice. We're just talking about a game, people. That's it, a game. This stuff started, man, back when I retired, and these parents mm. would be in little AU, yep. junior son, and they get offended because their kid's getting drilled. they get getting beat by 25. You know what? Get your butt up early in the morning. Take your kid out in the backyard and make them better. That's how it is. All of a sudden, sports has to, like, settle down. Whereas you got all these dudes out there in corporate America that a billion is not enough. Yeah. They want to make three billion. They want to make four billion. They're greedy. I have no issue with it go get all the money you can get. No issue. But now they want to go to sports and they want to soften the blow. No. Andre Drummond. They hacked a Drummond at the end of that game, Boston game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go practice your free throws, man. They're free. Look, they're giving you a gift. Like, if somebody, when people filed me, I wanted to send them a present. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Because I was making mine. I love to go to the free throw line. That's free. That's free points.
1: They're free throws.
0: Right. So how the heck is it an offensive maneuver to hack somebody? Give me a freaking break. These dudes getting soft, man. They, I mean, soft mentally. Oh, I'm offended. We shouldn't have the, you know, no, you should be able to dribble the clock out. Man, go kick rocks, man. You play till you're done. You play to the horn rings. I don't care. I have an issue with some of these guys won't even shoot the ball at the end of quarters. You kidding me? How many half-court shots have we seen go in? And these dudes dribbled out the clock because they worried about their freaking field goal percentage. Yeah. If you stopped shooting all them damn brick threes, you wouldn't have to worry about every now and then throwing up a shot at the end of the shot clock. It just, it, just, it just blows me away. NBA do not change it. Let these dudes grow up. Yeah, grow up, man. This is competition. That's all it is.
1: It has nothing to do with anything personal. There's a couple tweaks I would make, though. I don't, I don't, I don't mind the point differential. I agree hundred percent with you. Like, uh, and listen, I I remember back refereeing high school games, or I'm sorry, r- helping run a tournament down Tucson, and I remember parents like losing their mind because little Johnny got fourth place and didn't get a trophy. And I was just like, bro, you got fourth place. I broke my kid's trophy. My son came home with a <laughs> second place trophy. I threw
0: it out. Dude, don't you ever come home with no second place damn trophy. And think you're going to hang it up on a mantle? No. Ain't no second place in this house.
1: <laughs> come on, man. I mean, but that is the kind of the culture that, that, that parents... Listen, parents can't handle their kids getting defeated. And that's where it all starts. And... I don't know where this all started. I don't know how it all started. I don't know what was who was the first parent to bring this up. But everybody gets sensitive about this, and this is one of the things that I I will absolutely jump on a soapbox for because my kids same way. Like you got to earn your keep. Like if you're not good enough to start, then you should probably work harder. Like that's not that's not on me. That's not on anybody else. You are in control of that. Nobody had to tell me to go to the court and play. All day, every day, when I was in high school or in you know middle school, like it's just something that you either want or you don't, and the results will bear fruit to to your practice. So yeah. I, I just listen. I, I agree wholeheartedly. If you don't want to get your ass kicked, then don't get your ass kicked. Don't show up. There you go. Um, <clears throat> but the tweaks I would make, I think four games isn't really enough. I think I think maybe they should make it like eight, um, and and maybe instead of having you know, three divisions, maybe they just have two. I think that, that would be, you know, something that I would like to see. Yeah, and teams will complain that they getting an unfair piece of the schedule.
0: You get it? So they they would complain. Like, oh, we had to play three of the top teams in the league and they only had to play two. I mean. That's the problem. Like, that. that's why I like that they did separate it and made it kind of even and spread it out. I mean, but there,
1: there's already complaints about this anyway. So, because
0: I mean, because people like to complain, yeah, I know. I know. They, you know,
1: they people they they soft. But I would I would like to see eight, so that way we have a little bit more of a of a of a really understanding of who these teams are, how good they are, and we get the best of the best. Uh, I'm not trying to knock anybody that made the tournament. I think it's great that Indiana made it. I think it's fantastic. It's good for the league. I think it's great that Sacramento made it. Um, These are two small market teams, quote unquote, that are going to have the ability to show out on the national stage against some good competition. The Indiana Pacers got to play the Boston Celtics. The Milwaukee Bucks are taking on the Knicks. uh, And then over here in the West, the Kings are taking on the Pelicans. And then obviously we are taking on the Lakers. This is going to be a fun little three game set uh, starting on Tuesday with the eight teams. I'm excited about it. in in the third go around, now we saw last night Devin Booker tweaked his ankle. Um, first of all, let me ask you before we get to the Lakers, how did you feel about Devin Booker coming back into the game in the fourth quarter?
0: It's all basically predicated on him. Like, again, I know people be watching it and they'll say, Oh, he should sit down. You know why you're saying that? Do you really want do you want me to be honest? That is. Because you would go to the doctor. No, that's not it. Yeah, you would. No. Yeah, you, you would. You know why? You, know you why? go to the you, doctor. You know why I was saying I've had my night? best games injured. I've had my best games
1: compromised. When you watched Devin Booker last night, was he even effective?
0: Him. No, no but, but it's because he deferred to K to K D. My he, point is, I know he could I know he was a little compromised. Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm saying. But so this, okay. ain't,
1: this ain't the NBA Finals, Eddie. This isn't the, Isaiah Thomas tweaking his ankle and still not, dropping 25 in the third quarter. This it, is game 18 against the Toronto Raptors. He didn't Raptors. pull a
0: muscle. He didn't, but now if it was a muscle injury, I, I I would agree with you. But he didn't. He tweaked his ankle. But now he might
1: not be able to play he, the next couple it, games. And you know
0: what? It, you, you, you don't know that. Okay. You don't know. I mean, you really don't know how he's going to heal with the ankle. You don't, you don't know. True. And look, he wasn't like he, it wasn't like he couldn't stand on it. So that was encouraging to me. He got up on his own and walked off. That's encouraging to me. So that tells me that yeah, he tweaked it without a doubt and he could miss Friday's game. Uh but it has told me that it wasn't it wasn't as severe as it could have been. Uh, and so sometimes, man, you have to, like, and, and Devin is guilty of, of pushing it, but more so I would say he's guilty of pushing it when it comes to muscle injury. Like, I'm always saying, look, no, if you feel like something pulled, you need to sit out. Yeah. But with an ankle, you know, it's up to him to figure that out, uh, and, and we'll see. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, he's had so many that people get worried and they, you know, uh, but... You know what, man? This is this, it is what it is.
1: My 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 viewpoint on this was not the fact that Devin Booker wanted to push through injury. I'm fine if he wanted to push through injury as long as he was still a factor. Um but the the fact of the matter is is that about 2 or 3 minutes into that last session that last, you know, uh session that he was out there on the court, the Raptors figured out, yeah, he's not really a threat. He's not going to do anything. He can't every time he was coming off the pick, he wasn't coming off the pick enroll very hard. He was kind of being passive and he was he was veering out towards the sideline and Jordan Goodwin was having a pretty good game. I thought he would have been able to give them a little bit more off the off the bench because Devin Booker was compromised. And when you're compromised and you hurt your team, that's the difference.
0: Uh Devin Booker on one leg better than most players.
1: He wasn't too. last night.
0: Okay, but we, we we wouldn't have known that if he was sitting on the bench. <sighs> I mean we knew it two minutes into it. We got he look. he got a good look on the one shot to tie the game up. He didn't make it. Uh he did he wasn't out there jacking up shots. He was out there being a decoy. Oh, they were still guarding him.
1: Oh, they were still on him. Look at the last three minutes. No, they weren't.
0: They had a guy on him. No, they did not. Look at the tape. So Devin Booker was standing on the court all over by himself alone. They
1: weren't even considering going over there. Hold it.
0: Devin Booker, according to Saul, was standing by himself, and they were basically, he was invisible, and nobody, nobody stood
1: next to Devin Booker. That's not true. I said what I said. Somebody was there by him. I'm telling you, go look. Like, even, even the Suns, when they were running their offense, realized that Devin Booker was compromised, man. Like, I don't know what to say I,
0: about he, that. I'm not saying he wasn't compromised, but he, was, he had a guy guarding him. It is no way somebody was leaving him because he would have stood there and shot wide open, butt-necked jumpers. He was not – he was not, not open. I can't believe you're saying that.
1: I'm saying
0: that. Okay? Matter of fact, on the shot he took, I think two guys no, jumped that. At him.
1: that he was covered.
0: That's the point. So, no, they, they, they still – they respected him out there. Last year, Jimmy Butler stayed on the damn floor for Miami and couldn't do nothing. But they didn't leave him. They didn't leave him. I played a I played an entire Western Conference, uh, 93, on one leg, and they never left me. And they knew I was compromised. 80, again. So, the point is – Devin was fine out there. Okay, yes, he was compromised, but it was on his decision to be out there. I had no issue with it because it was a bone, and he sprained his ankle. If he had pulled a muscle, if it was calf, hamstring, I'm totally on board with you. Go sit down. But you're still stretching
1: your tendons out when you roll your ankle.
0: Nah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, No. Man, look, I played sprained ankle, man. You no, know, no. Jay, you need to stop in the chat, man. Stop gassing up EJ. No, you man. know you're wrong for this, no, man. man. No, oh, man. Come on, okay. man. It's all an right. ankle. So, Listen, like, guys play with sprained ankles all the time. I'm fine
1: with it if it's if it's important enough to do it.
0: Well, he had this to test a, it to see it. This wasn't like, important some of enough. these dudes, man, as soon as they get hurt, they roll around on the floor, call out the mommy, okay, <laughs> and uh, hold their head. Uh, they get up and they walk off. Right there tells me they're defeated. Mm -hmm. Now they have an excuse not to come back in. Like, for me, you get up, you try to run it off, okay, see if it's there. Obviously, it was sore, Mm -hmm. okay, and it's probably going to be sore today, without a doubt, Uh, but you still test it to see. And you know what? He felt comfortable enough in his mind to be out there that if he got a flat-footed jumper, he could be a decoy, that he was going to do it. It wasn't like he was out there trying to create something and throwing the ball away. He deferred. You know, but Devin Booker on the floor, especially the way he's playing, that coach is not going to, like, deviate away from him and say, oh, we're going to leave him open. No, I ain't doing that.
1: What will you watch? When you watch this game, you're honestly going to sit there and tell me that, like, Devin Booker out there was a benefit to the team? in the last three minutes of the game?
0: You're always a benefit when you are a major threat because subliminally defenders, regardless of what you are, like for instance, I'm 64 years old. I guarantee you, me, Dale Ellis, Dale Curry, whatever, if it was like a a last second play Mm -hmm. and they put one of our old behinds out there on the court, Mm -hmm. they ain't leaving. No, I get that. Okay, that's that's my point, so mentally, (laughs) you're still engaged on like, I don't believe that he's that hurt. And you're going to still be occupied. And so, for me, I didn't have any issue with it late in the game. Uh, But it was up to Devin in that regard, and he has a hard time in doing that. But, again, I had no issue because it was a sprained ankle, and it's going to be sore. It's going to be sore. As long as he didn't step on somebody's foot again, I had no issue because a lot of times you don't – when you go over there and sit down, it's going to stiffen up. Uh, then you're not going to be able to come back in. So the goal was to keep it warm and 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 keep moving because you know that maybe today he's not going to practice, maybe not even play Friday. Who knows? But he'll have a few days off after that uh, to get it
1: right. And so yeah, that was his mindset. Back to back Friday Saturday. So. Yeah, and Saturday, right? So yeah. So that, I just want him back mind. for Tuesday. That's really all I care about. I just want him back for Tuesday.
0: Well, I mean, I'm sure he'll play. Okay,
1: He just I'm, says that sure Devin play. Booker's going to play. Put it in the. I'm sure. Put, he'll it, play. put it on Twitter. I'm sure he'll play. There you go.
0: Sprained ankle, man. Like again, it, it depends on the severity of it. But when he did turn it, he stood up. So, like for instance, like when he turned it, he was able to right himself quickly, and stand up. That was a positive for me. Like a lot of times, if you turn it. And you're falling away. So, like say your ankle's turning this way and you're falling this way. Mm-hmm. It's hard for way. you to get your foot out of it because your weight is pushing your floor foot to the floor. But when you when you do this, right, and you're kind of falling this way, you can kind of get yourself out of it. So yeah. I thought that's what he did. But yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it didn't it didn't look good. It it definitely I think the Suns win the game last night if he did not turn his ankle. Even despite they got killed in the paint, mm-hmm. and Toronto seems to be the one team in the league that just totally destroys the
1: Suns in the paint. It's just a bad matchup for the Suns every single time. It feels like uh, Psycho Blue with the super chat says, "I agree that while he was off, it's promising he could walk on and off and across the court on his own. Get well soon, book Preach EJ. All right, everybody's gassing up EJ today as usual because they jealous? love us because they love you and they they are so, so blind. They're blinded by the celebrity love. They
0: don't like you. So that—that's that, yeah, that's fine is? if they don't like me. I don't. Really? That's fine. So if you and I went and shot jumpers, and I just drilled you on the court shooting jumpers. What would well, see, you say? God, I, he God was on my hand. side. He's like he God he's guided dead. the ball from my hands. I mean, is that what? That's going to be your excuse? These are facts.
1: <laughs> These are facts. Those are things that I can see that are happening. There's just no divine intervention on your jumper, EJ. You beat me. You beat me. But I think your point was not. Not very good. That's just what I'm saying. Well, okay. I, well, That's all right. we, I we didn't know you were a game That's show fine. host. We'll That's go fine. Ahead. That's fine. As always, we're brought to you by the good folks at OGs. I probably need one right now. Uh, and uh, you can go to any OGs dispensary to get your favorite gummies, the best in the game. Uh, you can get the Indicas, the Sativas, the Happy Balance. He needs a little bit of Happy Balance in his life. Uh, and uh, and he did say, at some point, we're going to do this, and it's going to be fun. Maybe we'll do it at Summer League next year. That'll be, that'll be some good content right there, EJ. We'll just – Have a little bit of OGs and we'll watch a ball game together and just have a good time. Sooner or later,
0: sooner or later, you know, (laughs) in my lifetime, I might decide, but I'm just high on life. There you go. You know, people might think I'm high just how I talk to you. You know, (laughs) I'm just, you know, I'm just
1: mellow. Uh, You can go to ogsbrands.com to check out the closest dispensary to you. Uh, And for right now, uh, you can get uh, a discount. Actually, it's actually no, it ended today. Never mind. Sorry, you can't get the discount anymore. It ended wow. today. It's Christmas. Uh, sorry, man. I know. Maybe we'll get another discount for you guys and our, our great followers. Wow. But go to ogsbrands.com uh, to find the closest dispensary and get your edibles today. And remember, you must be 21 and over to enjoy. Follow them on social as well on Twitter and on Instagram at ogsbrands. Um, and it's, uh, it's a good follow. Anyway, uh, Draymond Green. Probably needs a lot of OGs. He needs to calm the hell down. Uh, he got a technical the other day against the Kings, really for nothing. He just was pointing at something and got a t. And I just feel like right now, <laughs> Draymond is going to experience something a little bit different in the league. Because I feel like maybe the NBA or the referees themselves have decided... Enough is enough with Draymond. They've let him have a lot of rope, and he continues to do foolish things time after time again. Um, when it came to the suspension and Rudy Gobert, there was a little, you know, he had a little presser, and he gave his thoughts on the whole situation.
2: You have sort of a history with Rudy Gobert. Um, did you see his comments after the whole tough tussle uh, And what do you think about what he said, if you did?
1: Uh, I mean, it's 2023. You see everything these days. Uh, What's my comment about what he said? No comment is a comment, right? Cool.
0: No comment. It's a comment, right? Well, it's amazing that he had no comment. He's very opinionated <laughs> about everything. He just doesn't like Rudy Gobert. You know, and that's fine. I, I wish he'd just come out and say it. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't like him. There's certain players in the league I didn't like. Uh, So. Are you just going to leave
1: that there? Is there anybody that you want to say? You want to get anything off your chest? No, right because,
0: now? I mean,. I didn't like them because I played against them, mm-hmm. right? But when I got to know them, yeah, I liked them. So okay. it was like, you know, Reggie Miller was a guy I couldn't stand. <laughs> and I'm back to not standing him when he called son's game. But that's my boy. Uh, but when I went to play with the Pacers, he's one of the best teammates I've ever had. Mm. So, you know, you get to know somebody. Uh, Xavier McDaniel and I, we fought literally from a from a basketball point of view, physicality on the court, hitting each other, talking junk. We never had a fist fight. Uh but he and I went at it. But then we're on the cruise, NBA crews one time and we had a good time. Yeah. Like so for me, I you know, but on the court there's certain people that I I didn't care for. Uh I truly did not care for. Uh but, you know, when I got to know them, they didn't seem to be bad people. And I think, you know, so it's okay to not like somebody. But I think it's really deeply personal with Draymond about – Rudy. I don't think Rudy dislikes him. I think more so Draymond. And yeah. it's more so because Rudy got defensive player of the year uh, and Draymond thought it was his and so did not get it. But that's not even Rudy's fault. It's not his fault, but again – you know, that's why I say it's weird, right, yeah. that he, you know, doesn't care for him. But my issue with Draymond is, and I think it's the other part, too, of of, of that press conference is he said, I'll do it again. Mm. And my teammates, you know, I protect my teammates. You're not protecting your teammates. You're hurting your teammates. I continue to say that to I'm blue in the face. It's a basketball game It's the most important. Most important thing is the basketball game. Beautiful part about sports in general is if somebody did get into a fight, it's not going to last that long. And back in the day it did because nobody would break it up. But now you get penalized, a lot of money, Mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even a couple of million if you do something really crazy, and guys aren't going to do that anymore. They're not fighting I mean, when's the last time you saw an all-out brawl in a basketball game? It's just not happening. Rudy Gobert just grabbed Clay. Clay wasn't demonstrative after he did it. He didn't turn to Rudy and want to swing at him. He grabbed him. What Draymond should have did was go over there and grab McDaniels and say, come on, man, let's break this up, you know, real nice, you know, and break the thing up. No, Draymond didn't want that. He wanted some combustion. And so – and it hurts his team. Hurt his team the other night. You know, you get a technical foul, they go on a 13-2 run. Like, you're trying to not just win the game, you're trying to get into the play and And, yeah, you said that he didn't do nothing. But it wasn't him doing this, talking about the carry. It was five minutes before that. Yeah. The screaming and the hollering in the face of officials. And then it gets to the point where it seems like he gets a tech and he's like, dang, he didn't do anything. It doesn't matter. It's just the build up of yeah. what he had started. Five minutes ago and he knows it and he just hurts his team time and time again. He heard him in two thousand sixteen when he got suspended in the finals. Uh he gets thrown out. Uh he runs around the court like he just uh like he's back in the Roman days looking for a thumbs up, a thumbs down. I mean, going at the fans. It's just is some is out of control, man. That's yeah. all I can say. And but he's a good teammate, even though he punched his teammate. Like it's just <laughs> come on. Come on, man. Like, it's – and Clay and Steph obviously had to put up with this. And, yes, Draymond is very needed for this team. uh, What he does, he's tremendous. Uh, But the other stuff, man, is just stop talking about you protecting your teammates, man. I didn't see you go after Nas Reed. Why don't you go after somebody that we know will throw down with you? Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, go after Isaiah Stewart. That. Like, go after a dude. Like, Rudy's not going to fight. You can tell. Rudy, like, he took a nap. Like, Rudy don't want to fight. Like, Rudy likes his money. Yeah. But go after one of these dudes in the league that just straight down will go with you.
1: Won't do it. Yeah.
0: Won't do it. If Steven Adams was that guy, Steven Adams would have killed him.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So
0: it's like, you know, he, he picks and chooses. You know who he wants to fight, but I don't see him going after some like like uh, the guy uh, uh, Johnson, the you know the, the uh, James Johnson. Mm, mm. He ain't going after him. No, <laughs> he ain't. He's a black belt, isn't he? Yeah, five yeah. degree. <laughs> no, see, no. so my point is, go after somebody where we like. Okay, all right. Draymond's an enforcer. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that from him.
1: Yeah, no. He he tries to go after the weaker guys, and he talks shit because he feels like he's the the biggest bully on the court. I think I do think that I don't know from body language wise I do feel like maybe Steph is a little bit fed up with it to a certain degree even though he won't come out and say it. Uh he's probably going to support Draymond in, in all those that's circles great, because that's a great teammate. Yeah, I mean, but like when you saw him get the tech the other day, you saw Steph Curry's head, he was just like ah uh, not this again you know what i mean like dropped his head he like, just no. got back i mean like come on man He just like, got back man it's just
0: like getting out of jail and the first thing you do is you just go do something that you can get arrested for <laughs> it could be the most minor thing right yeah. just the you know just standing on the corner with the, with guys you know up to no good and yeah. you just in the mix like no 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 you don't do that you like you just got out of jail yeah he just got out of the nba jail And yet, he did not miss a beat. He
1: screaming and hollering and all that. I'm like, man. You know, we we were talking about just, you know, that that team chemistry with the Warriors is very vital to their success because they're getting older. They're getting a little bit longer in the tooth. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not as, you know, as combustible in terms of offensive explosion as they used to be. So they got to play at at a high level every single night because they can't really afford to take nights off anymore because they will get beat. And they've seen that over the course of the last year and a half. Um, When you look at chemistry across the board, the Suns are kind of dealing with that, with injuries and trying to figure it out and the bench and stuff like that. Then we move over to Dallas. And I think Dallas is a very interesting uh, team right now because Dallas also last year made a big trade in getting Kyrie and it didn't work out last year. It just kind of all fell apart right away and they didn't make the playoffs. This year, though, they've seemed to have found it. They've got good chemistry between Luca and Kyrie, and they've kind of figured out their roles, which is kind of expected when you have two great players. At some point, they would figure out each other, uh, figure out the balance there and and get that chemistry back on. And they're one of the better teams in the league right now. Um, But uh, there was an interesting situation after one of the games where uh, a reporter basically was asking Jason Kidd um, about chemistry. And Jason Kidd, kind of went off a little bit and I kind of respect him for it and we'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it after you see this clip
2: um, I think maybe Tim maybe it's the things that you guys thought should have happened day one is that they should be successful right off the bat um, and it takes time failing is all right it's not a bad thing to fail Um for a pro athlete because you can get better and learn from it and those two are the best in the world and we feel very comfortable with those two having the ball. Sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't, Um, but we learn from it and I think they've answered that question um, from day one. Um, As you just mentioned, they're one of the best, if not the best in clutch time, but that was a big, big thing you guys wanted to make a big deal about last year, but you're not making a big deal about it this year because shit's going good right so write some positive shit
1: i just asked you a question
2: and i'm giving you a fucking answer (laughs) like i'm you guys you know there's all right to write positive stuff people will read your positive shit (laughs) you don't always have to be negative right like it's it's just the world's already negative enough right so let's see some positive stuff on some positive people that are playing doing their job on a nightly basis making a lot easier to do that this year well, we're only into this year. We can't go back to last year, right? Like, that's the fucking problem.
1: I I love that. I, I absolutely love that from Jason Kidd because I will say this. We, we, everybody, fans, media, everything has been, they find opportunities to be hard on some of these guys. Uh, and some of these guys are a little bit more polarizing than others. Kyrie is one of them. Kevin Durant, for whatever reason, is also another one. Um, and when people have an opportunity to kind of try to bury him, they will. And they they do it in the media. They do it. Fans do it. Um, but it's very hard for those same people that had buried a, a player to turn around and try to give said player credit for doing something at a higher level or or making amends for something that they didn't do last year versus this year and I think what what Jason Kidd is saying and we I know we talked a little bit about this earlier about like making sure everybody gets flowers and maybe it's a little bit of a softer generation I don't I don't view that with Jason Kidd I feel like he's just saying like you guys are always trying to find the the bad why not praise some of the good when you see it and you have the opportunity to praise it because it deserves to be praised. And I, I'm i a million percent on board with what Jason Kidd said. I, matter of fact, I talked to him after that yesterday and I told him that
0: was one of his best rants ever because he looked like straight mafia. <laughs> <laughs> like He looked like he was at a table. You know that he didn't raise his voice no, or nothing. He, no. just like, he just like smoothly cursed his ass out. <laughs> and this is all basically it's not about Luca it's about the hatred and the dislike for Kyrie yeah a million percent it's not about Luca at all uh they're they're mad and they're disappointed that Kyrie since he's been in Dallas has been great he's been great the only problem I've had with Kyrie over the years uh and I think he knows it. When I've criticized him, is that stuff he was doing to hurt the team. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I can't judge him for his beliefs and what he thinks and all of that. Like, everybody has their beliefs and what they think. Like it's we're in a generation of kids that's really cognizant of history. And they really read and they study. They're not dumb. And then what they do is they form their own opinions. Well, damn, isn't that the way it should be? Uh, so we live in an opinionated country now. Oh, my land. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. We got people we voted in the office. I mean, they are scary. Okay? But hey, if that's what they believe, so be it. Just don't bring it to my house. Don't bring it around me. Go ahead and believe what you want. Do what you want. But don't disrupt my life in doing it. That's it. And so that goes with teammates. Like, they sit around and they want Kyrie to blow up or say something and all of that, and he hasn't. And so now they search. And they can't bite their tongue. They can't wait. So they got to bring something out. You know, and and so I applaud Jason for going off and protecting his guys because right now, you know, Luka and Kyrie seem to have blended well together. And we haven't seen that from Kyrie since he was with LeBron. And so Luca, obviously, you know, they call him Luca Magic. So he has that magic to where he has been able to really settle Kyrie and keep him focused and keep him on the court and not be taking days off like he did in Brooklyn and all that stuff. He seems to be very much engaged in the team and in basketball. And so why ask any negative questions about what's going on in Dallas? They're playing well. Yeah.
1: They just beat the Rockets, you know, and the Rockets were going to be in the in-season tournament. The Rockets are playing very well. Um, again, like I've watched Dallas play a couple times. I like what they're doing. As much as I hate Dallas, I like what they're doing. I think that they're playing at a high level. And Kyrie and Luca are the, are the the two heads of the snake for them. And and that deserves to be recognized when it deserves to be recognized. And not, you know, I know Tim Bontemps has has his, his shtick or whatever, and he's not always revered by a lot of people. But, you know, I think yeah. in this, this instance, Jason Kidd was spot on to call him out. Right.
0: It's just too much. Man, like, when I first went to Europe years ago, I was amazed at how many newspapers that were in Athens, Greece. Like, seriously, like, they have, like, maybe eight or nine sports newspapers. Do so you remember Damn. when they came out that, with that uh, sports newspaper years ago? It didn't hold up, though. I forgot what they called it, but it was just all sports. Okay? Like ESPN, the magazine? No, no. It, I forgot the name of okay. it. But uh-huh. we had the USA Today. We had that. But then we had this paper that it was just all sports. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would take off, but it hasn't. But guess what? The Athletic has. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like The Athletic is now. Okay. You got all the writers, and that's all they write about is sports stories. But over there, they had like eight newspapers, man. So I couldn't go anywhere. Like, I don't care if I went to the drugstore; I was in the paper the next day. Like, now the United States is like that now. Well, we have the podcast, look at us. Mm -hmm. We have all these newspapers, we have all these radio shows, all of that. And so people fight for stories. And so they wake up in the morning and they're trying to figure out what to write because a thousand other writers are writing with them where in the past it was only a few. And so now they got to be very creative. Yeah. And then what they do is something gets into their head and they say, okay, I'm going to go with this. And so when they go to a press conference, Tim Bontemps is trying to really create something that was in his head that he can write about because there's nothing out there or five other people that wrote that story. So he doesn't want to regurgitate it. So it's competition. And that's where we at right now. That's where we all that's where we are right now in regards to sports in this country. It's a good thing, but it's a bad thing for writers because now they gotta be very creative. And uh that's the that's the struggle for them now. And so he just went searching.
1: Well, I, I think that's that's kind of part of the problem a little bit, is that because there's it is very saturated media market right now when it comes to sports. Like you said, so many different avenues you can go to get your information or get the latest on your favorite teams and all this other stuff. So um, the, the written portion of this, um, when it came to the old traditional newspaper mm-hmm. aspect of this, which is dying off in terms of the the tangible physical product, right. um, is fading away. And writers that were used to just writing You know, uh, deadline stories because they had to turn them in by eight o'clock at night or ten o'clock at night or whatever for the turnaround um, are now being asked to craft stories that are a little bit more creative, a little bit more insightful in order to draw in those readers on in the digital space. Some of them are not are not as adept to that as others, and they are not they have not been able to figure it out. So their fallback. In my opinion, is to go and try to find something that is negative because when it comes to clicks, when it comes to people reading your stuff, it's either negativity or really great new information that maybe you never heard of before and you didn't realize, right? And it, there is no middle ground sometimes when it comes to that. And so, and they're their favorites too. Like, oh yeah, they avoid
0: stories. Like, for instance, you know, the Josh Giddy situation. Oh.
1: If that had been Kyrie, oh my goodness, oh yeah, oh yeah, I know. And listen, like, before you even go there, real quick, we will address the Josh Giddey situation at, at at some point. We're not going to right now because it's right. It's highly complex. We don't really know all the details. We know what we saw on social media, and if that lays bare true, I promise you he and I will have some opinions on that right. that are not but favorable to Josh right Giddy. but you we can't, can't right now. now. You can't
0: right now. So and, we'll I'm not, and I am not. And I didn't say that to go at no, Josh Giddy. I know, I know. I just said it more so as certain players that these writers are waiting for something to happen mm-hmm. so they can just blast off. But with the Josh Giddey situation, they seem to be very tempered. Mm. And and so, and, and holding their opinion. But nobody holds, a lot of these writers won't hold their opinion on Kyrie. They immediately jump. And they're waiting for something to happen. And he's not giving them anything. But he's just playing basketball. And I think that's what frustrated Jason Kidd. Because Jason knows he has a polarizing player in Kyrie. And so why are you trying to poke the bear? You know? Why? I mean, like, they're playing well. As Jason said, where's the positivity? Mm-hmm. You know, because it could turn around. I don't think they're going to continue doing what they're doing. I think they're going to hit a roadblock a little bit here or there. But i tell you this. I don't think anybody wants to play them in a playoff series, and they're keeping the game close.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I don't know of two better closers, you know. I mean, we got two dynamite closers now in ourselves, and KD and Devin, and I'm sure Bradley Beal going to make it just ridiculously good. But yeah, I mean the the idea and the thought of having (laughs) to deal with Kyrie and Luca with three minutes to go in a game.
1: Oh man, that is not fun. Especially when they're playing at a high level and and having the chemistry that they've been been able to show right now, a million percent. Yeah. Totally agree. So, uh, listen, if, you, if you're a little bit hungry after this show and you need a little bit of a breakfast, maybe you haven't gotten some breakfast, you can go to Burrito Express. They got some of the best breakfast burritos out there. Uh, the Machaca burritos, my personal favorite, but they got the total breakfast burrito too. A little bit of potato, a little bit of eggs, a little bit of bacon, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, go check them out at Burrito Express. Follow them on social media at Burrito Express as well. Uh, Angel does a great job running that account, even though it's a pro Sun Devil account. Uh, shout out to my Wildcats for stomping the Devils last Friday. by the way or last saturday um and uh and like i said just go follow them on social go to their their many locations especially the one in tempe uh that's kind of the mothership right there they do a great job their staff is amazing they'll take care of you uh burrito express is where it's at uh to wrap this up eddie um i had the video but i I do realize because of uh mba rules that we can't show a highlight on this show, so we will have to punt on the uh, <laughs> the proof that you had said a certain phrase that you debated that you said last week, and then you said you were going to go get the actual footage. I'm telling you, you said what you said, and well, I heard what you said.
0: I, I talked to my producers, uh huh, and what did okay. they say? They said no, they didn't, they didn't feel they they felt like it got cut off. I will call Brockcraft right now and well, tell him I need that footage. Well, that's fine. You can call him cuz that's who <laughs> that's who I talked to. And they basically I said first the first part of it I said okay, I, I actually said they had the gang rebound. Yes, you did. Okay. And then at the end it kind of cut me off. Okay? So it might have sounded like I said bang at the end. But it, I did not say that. Let me tell you something.
1: What what was I the-
0: am very cognizant <laughs> Of what I say on the air, and it is no way, (laughs) no way that I would say that. But like I said, a couple of years ago, right, I said bump that.
1: And somebody said. And they thought I said F that. F that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it went viral. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, so a lot of times if you don't get the full thing, like if you get a cutoff, and that's what that was, and that guy, whoever put that up there, conveniently cut it off, just think about it now because he conveniently cut it off why why would he cut it off I'm sure he didn't stop at gang and it sounded like that so I'm not buying it because I know I didn't say that
1: (laughs) I want to know what the rest of the word was then if you don't
0: think you said it probably could have been a phrase I could have continued something I don't even remember but but basically it probably I probably got cut off or maybe Ray cut me off right if something happened that that guy did not play the end they said they looked at it and they said they didn't see it they so they said they didn't they didn't hear it
1: okay
0: so i don't know all right okay but trust me if i said it i would own up to it but i mean I, that's kind of vulgar. i mean that's kind of like out of out of the <laughs> character of somebody right really so we'll I mean, that. doing a basketball game. I'm not going to drill this today. Now, a lot of so. now, not a lot of now, a lot of analysts have said some stuff. I mean, I'm telling you, Doris Burke, oh, she went viral one time. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was a little bit disturbed. <laughs> Yubi Brown said something that really like really disturbed me a little bit but I don't think I, and everybody has sexual yeah. connotations and when they say stuff I mean Especially, Charles has done it a million times well, on you TNT. have no well you remember the one with he in shock we need to can we pull that one up? <laughs> yeah, we, we'll, we'll pull that for the next time can you put it it was it was hilarious yeah I thought it was funny I mean we could end the show with it <laughs> pull it up fast you know I mean I I thought it was hilarious he said come on guys come on guys <laughs> you know, I'm like, that was you know, but yeah. you, you gotta get a kick out of it. So if I did say it, I'm glad you all got a laugh out of it. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. It was hey, listen, it was fun. It was fun banter. It was fun to find out what was the truth. And uh we will uh share it with you guys next week. I promise. That is a promise to you guys. But we appreciate you all joining us for today for another episode of uh he saw, Outside Shot. He,
0: saw. he 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 hurt himself in the game. He go, mommy, mommy get on the phone. Call your mom. Mommy, I turned my ankle. Should I stay in the uh, game?
1: Come on, man. is that your impression of me? Come on. What are you wearing right now on your shoes? By the way, like what he's shoes Bron- are those? These,
0: these bronze. Are they really? These Bron bronze baby.
1: They look like they're. Uh, they look like they're uh, Louboutins. No, these bronze bronze Okay, all right. Nobody, nobody baby. can see it because you're, you're, you're not on camera. There you go. I got to get them the yeah. Oh yeah, they're red bottoms. Are you sure they're not Louboutin? Oh no, those are bronze. Brown, yeah, brown. yeah. I got I got. to okay. get them the All right. Those are kind of nice.
0: Yeah, you know, i wear them with a suit every now and then. <laughs> you know, because they do look like they, they're top notch.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, the red bottoms makes it seem like they're Louboutins. Yeah, but
0: you know what, again, there you go, standing people's
1: shoes. I mean, hey man. I mean, you listen, you a shoe freak. Listen, man, yeah I am. I ain't got no problem with that. Yeah. I love shoes. I got a lot of shoes. Uh, I mean, hey, why don't you come shine them for me? <laughs> first of all, were you going to finish that off with boy? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Stop. No,
0: I'll pay you. <laughs> I have. To, what do you? What do you? What
1: are you offended by? People uh, that shine I'm, shoes. First of all, I I, I shine boots. <laughs> In the military, I don't do that anymore. That's, That's why it. I'm
0: asking you, because you, one of the guys, had to get up every day. I did, man. To I took a lot of up, pride. I, had, I, I, I,
1: I took a lot of pride in, in making you, sure that my but shoes you know were what? nice you, and shiny. You
0: notice what I notice about Saul, though?
1: Like a lot of people in the
0: military, they like they're always erect, right? See, there's another saying, but they're always erect, right? I mean, there you go. Like posture is great. Mm-hmm. Look at him i mean really i mean he was in the service okay (laughs) like um all right right. i guess when you got out you just said forget it i'm just gonna just go through life like
1: i mean you act like i'm some sloppy asshole or something (laughs) like that like i'm just not (laughs) and you know this you know this, like he knows. Well, I
0: mean, you, he but, knows but, he's full of crap. Right now, most service people are like
1: <clears throat> you know, wrecked. They're like, yeah, but you know what? You know what? This is this is the difference between them and me, right? Is that when I left the service, like I left the service. And, like, I still have some of the fundamental core values of what what was was happening in the service and what I took with me. But I left some of the other stuff that I didn't really like so much out there. I don't need to be stiff (laughs) all the time to show you that, like, I have respect for people. Do I need to to address you? No. First of all, that's not the way you salute. Okay? So, stop. Um. And also, show that me, that, that absolutely drives me. me crazy. Show all right. So, so, okay. All right. So I'm gonna show you. Salute so, me. so when you um, salute, first of all, uh, you're, you're yeah, your your from your fingertips yeah. to your elbow should straight be straight, straight right? right? Okay. Right and then when you when you so put this. it, you should be to the corner of your eyebrow. Right okay. Slightly tilted towards your face. So, okay. Sorry. Slightly tilted towards your oh, face. There. No, no. See how you got like this? Yeah. No, no. Straight line. Straight line. Arm, purple, yeah, line there. there you go. Hand tilts towards your face. Yeah. Hand tilted towards your face. Like there you go, and put your thumb along your forefinger. A thumb along, the forefinger. yeah, yeah. Like right. that? Hand straight. Hand straight. Why, well, your hand's crooked, man. What, well, what? I got a straight crooked hand. hand. I got a crooked hand. Maybe
0: because maybe because <laughs> I play a lot of sports. And you oh can't.
1: my God, that has nothing to do with it. I got a. What do you mean? I got a beat up hand. I mean, you always so You can. First of all. I don't care if you have a beat up hand; you can still straighten up your fingers. You just showed me you could. Man, look, it took you probably about <laughs> five years
0: to learn how to do that. No, it and
1: didn't. You trying to
0: get on no, me for two minutes. Because I'm natural, I can follow instructions, Eddie. Okay, then, but I never got taught that.
1: I'm just I'm teaching you right now. Okay, well, I supposed to get it the first time. But <laughs> yes, you, like you what, yes. You,
0: what, you, what are you, the yes. professor of the year? A million
1: percent. That's and that's that was my job as a drill sergeant, a military training instructor, is to make sure that you got it. PC with the first and second man, try. And then up. if you didn't get it, all right. Wait, what's gonna happen? You're gonna be doing pushing. No,
0: That's I, what, I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> oh, tell okay. you, I'm not doing anything. You tell me that. But if you were, get were in basic training, training, you would have. Get out. You get out and do fit. Oh fitness. my God. I'd be like Richard Gere Lou Gossett. And you'll say, come on over here to the tent. And I'll go over there and whoop you up.
1: <laughs> Eddie. You wouldn't have in a chance. I'll go over there and whoop you up, too. Just <laughs> like Lou like, like Gossett Goss kick
0: Richard Gear butt, but it would be a reverse. Oh, my God. Okay. Goodness. Officer and the gentleman. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Okay. I'm the gentleman. Are you? Are you? I mean, I don't know, man. Dis- <laughs> Disrespecting somebody for their for the military commitment, you know, that's just how I'm taking this. So. Okay,
0: hold uh, on. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 as Saul just taught me,
1: Let's see if you get it right. Let's do it. <laughs> turn, tilt your head towards your face. All right, that's close enough. That's another episode of Outside Shots. And then when you drop it, you got to go down the center of your body. Oh, the, there you go. Where? Drop, when go you, where? When you drop your salute. You got to. The slip. hand goes that down. That might the, hurt. The body. If I go down, that well, might don't, hurt. Don't do that. Don't hit yourself. Just go down. You will be all right. Man, that's too yeah. much stuff, man. I know. For so like, you, just you give it is. Give me a, just a million percent. Give me, hey, man, just give oh me. Oh, my God. Hey. You would be that guy that I would sit there and I'd be like, I would tell all the other trainees, hey, somebody hey. go help Eddie out because he hey. can't figure it out. Hey. I don't have time for this right now. Hey, don't worry about it. But
0: if we're in a foxhole, you going to say, Eddie, forget all that. I want to be with Eddie. No, because you won't even know fight.
1: how to shoot a gun. Oh, really? oh you got to teach me 89 times. I'm like, pull the trigger towards the target. That's hey. all you got to do. People. People, on the next show, (laughs) I am
0: going to prove to Saul that I am very accurate with a gun.
1: I have it on video. Oh, okay. All right, you got it. I have it. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? I have it on video. (laughs) Yeah. Max is out there like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have it on video. I went, matter of fact, Paul Penzone, my very good friend, who's the sheriff, okay, took EJ and his wife on my birthday. Went to a shooting gallery, and we had them all laid out. And EJ, okay, went against Paul Penzone, and we had a shooting contest. He beat him. And I, well, I will, I will send the video, okay. and we will have that next week. EJ. <laughs> <laughs> so forget about all this. I understand it. <laughs> I respect that. My service men and service women out there, I love you. Uh, so I love you. Uh, Half love you, but I understand. But you would have wanted to be in that foxhole with me, dude. Okay, tell you that right now. All right.
1: Uh, one more super chat from Cycle Blue. We getting EJ, some money today, EJ. You're thinking about the sporting news? Is the 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 magazine? No, no. Wasn't sporting news. No. was know. it, man? I don't know what it is. Though. I'll find it. I'll, I'll get it. It wasn't the sporting news. So anyway, we appreciate you all. Uh, following us and, and watching the show today make sure you give us a thumbs up on your way out appreciate it yeah, there's like there's, yeah, there's more super you. chats too come on yeah, for, for oh. sure uh, cue the music uh, until next time that's EJ you can follow him at Jumpshot8 you can also listen to his show yeah. uh, NBA Today radio NBA 4 to 7 Eastern Time today there you go uh, you let's can, go do some OGs you can follow you can follow me on social at Saul underscore bookman you can follow the pod at phnx underscore sons until next time Peace. Later!